0: break out. It's happening. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed our new intro. Yeah, we're changing up the pace. We now own royalties to a song, which we learned about
1: <laughs> yeah. in our DMCA episode. Yeah, with Professor Goldman. Yeah, so... If you haven't listened to that one, I think, honestly, two of our best episodes of all time, and and, and not to humble brag, but it was that one, our interview with uh, Professor Goldman um, and Jason, our interview with Jason about uh, food banks. So, so DMCA and food is- banks... What you're saying is we need to interview more people. I think so. I think so. And we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We're getting there.
0: We're climbing the ladder, baby. And It's all thanks to people like you. (laughs) Listening. Yeah. Taking your time out of your day. Like, share,
1: subscribe. subscribing to the patreon and all that i mean we're very fortunate to have uh several people doing that which helps support the financials of this um we're still working for free but any costs you know are supported by those listeners as well as listeners like you who continue to spread the word and build a community uh we are very very fortunate for that yeah we're gonna dive right into this you know what When we talk about interviewing people, one of the reasons we've been very hesitant is you and I have been very uh, adamant in our process when it comes to being COVID safe. (laughs) And it seems like the COVID vaccine has really started to open up people's minds as we continue down that path towards uh, hopeful herd immunity where 80% of the people have been vaccinated. Um, You know, that's a really big goal. Uh, but the rest of the world is trailing behind. And it's like there's got to be an answer to to kind of make it more accessible.
0: I just can't even right now. What? I'm just listening to you. As soon as you said the first word of that long sentence, I said, uh, he's doing one of those segue things. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is segueing so hard right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I tripped something up. What did I do? No, it's huh. not the 28 decibel. Oh, I turned my own volume down.
1: Oh, <laughs> so anyways. Sorry about that. Guys. No, you're okay, good. there we go. There we so go. How's your I volume? was segwaying.
0: Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, no, that was one of those segues, and I was like, ah, Brian's like, you know. And I was like, oh, it's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the reason I bring that up is today we're going to be talking, as we had mentioned in the in the last few episodes, we didn't get a chance to do this yet, but the idea of intellectual property, medical patents, specifically surrounding the COVID vaccine and the Biden administration's push to have a waiver to open up that patent for more mass production. Other companies could then produce.
0: Well, and it's an interesting thing too, because, um, I don't know if you want
1: to exactly start here, Brian, but I was going to say, start at the very beginning. Like let's go back and define what intellectual property is in patents. Okay. I was going to say the very beginning was about three minutes and 25 seconds. ago. Well, go ahead, Brian. Well, no, I, I mean, as, as, a, as a paralegal and, and someone who knows a lot about intellectual property and, and kind of the, the libertarian here, so the more pro-business person out of us two, I understand intellectual property is there to essentially incentivize people to create and then have that creation protected. Well, and it
0: becomes even more when you're starting to talk about things like Uh, drug patents and um, things like that because um, there's different like sections of patents that you get into when Mm -hmm. you talk about drugs or vaccine. Mm -hmm. And the first patent is kind of like a broad patent. So Things like when they started doing the COVID vaccine or when they when if they're coming up with any new medicine, anything like that, it's gonna be a broad patent. It's gonna cover like a kind of like a plethora of different compounds that they're dealing oh, with. Okay. So they're working with X, Y, Z, you know what I mean? Really it's like A through Z and beyond. So gotcha. that would really cover it. So like here's what we wanna do, here's what we're gonna be working with. We would like to patent the idea of working with any of these compounds. The second patent is kind of like your delivery system, your dosage, your release rates. Um, and that kind of like, because you start to play with like, okay, well, maybe we can take this one. Are these three pills and somehow formulate it into one and control the way that it releases in your body, the way that they call. Oh. I believe they call. I'm not a doctor titration, the way it titrates through your body. So the way your body
1: processes it and it kind of goes in and out of your system. That's fascinating. So it's not only the medicine itself, right. but the mechanism for the delivery. Correct. That Correct. The, the mechanics behind it. Wow. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. And, and, and so, no, and that's, so that's really it. That's like your, your second one is like your biggest one. Um, as far as like ways that it can change. Um, and that's why they really don't want it to get out there to other drug companies with all these compounds because they can then work at those compounds and they may find a better way to release it into your body right off the bat.
1: Mm. Um,
0: but obviously when these patents get lifted and it's, I mean, it's all over the place, um, as far as like what there's certain patents for certain drugs. Um, maybe you can get into a little bit more what the patents are on, um, things like um
1: like insulin or yeah yeah yeah,
0: things like that but what's crazy though as soon as those patents are lifted you see the drug prices drop from anywhere from like 30 to 50 percent and sometimes even more
1: yeah and and essentially you know you look at like aspirin right how many different brands of aspirin or you know sinus relief or pain relief type drugs are there you know we call them over the counter and it's not even like oh there's all these different name brands like shoes it's actually kind of like shoes where you have your Nikes and Reeboks, your Tylenols and Advils, but then you have like the Jewel brand or, or, you know, uh, the Walgreens bag brand. Yeah. The Walmart brand of things like just like there's a Walmart brand of, of shoes. So, you know, the idea here is it, it serves its functional purpose and it just doesn't have maybe the pretty packaging, but it still serves its purpose, you know, in terms of the medicine. The which actual is really end cool. result. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. And there's a lot to be said for that because I mean, I can see where a patent could be handy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and in my mind, there's only two. There's actually really only two things that I think are super important. Mm-hmm. First of which is, um, I mean, what's probably the number one goal in the United States
1: right now? To reopen the economy. <laughs> I mean, for the individual. <laughs> oh, to get rich or, <laughs> or die, die trying. trying. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> yeah. Gosh,
0: damn. fifty cent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what concert you can go to for uh, forty-five cents? Fifty cent featuring Nickelback. Um, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week, um, or at least here for the night, and then I'll see you again on Sunday. Um, <laughs> but no, you want to. Um, people want to become rich. They want to become, you know, wealthier or wealthy beyond their wildest dreams. Um, and one way to do that is create something that everybody needs.
1: That's so true. And, and you know, the interesting thing is, for me, when I look at patents and I'm like, okay, like, for instance, Microsoft, right? It, mm, it had its yes. patents for the operating system and the software it was providing. And it became so important and essentially crucial to the operation of all computers at a certain point. You know, I know there's Linux or whatever else. Linux, yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Tomato, tomato. <laughs>
1: Uh, w- with Microsoft, they had this patent, and I I feel like okay, it was it was crucial to a lot of businesses and all that. But when it comes to medicine, it's a little bit different. We're talking life or death of a person, and that's, that's where that's, everything changes for me. Yeah, for me, I, I'm I'm all for someone creating some sort of product, whether it's the next Pokemon card or computer hardware or whatever you know, internet you know, fiber optic internet, whatever the case is, that's going to make life easier for people and they have a choice to go out and buy and whatever. But like when we start talking about, you know, COVID vaccine, which yes, there is technically choice, but if we really want to achieve herd immunity, we need 80% of the population to get it or something like insulin or heart medication. You know, there is this absolute need in order to survive and you know when we talk about medical patents i have a slightly different view i want those companies to be incentivized to go out and make things to go out and innovate and create new mechanisms like you talked about you know the patents to not only derive the medicine but also the mechanism for its delivery
0: well it's kind of like that's uh what you and i I have two points here but what you're saying kind of reminds me of like it's like um blood pressure medications Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't remember the names of them, but I know there, there are two pretty big, two Mm -hmm. pretty big ones out there and they both affect your blood pressure by doing two different things. Um, and so that is a result of basically that patent being lifted and someone else being able to come at it from a different angle. Um, but I think what you're kind of hitting on here is a life versus death and a, maybe not a necessity, Mm -hmm. but a want Mm -hmm. because I think you can differentiate drugs into two different categories. You know what I mean? There are things that are just like nice and convenient. Like I don't want this headache anymore. I'm going to take a Tylenol or I'm going to take an Advil, Mm -hmm. something like that. Okay. Maybe you can have some sort of a, a drug patent on it for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Because again, I mean, and Tylenol has other uses too. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, brings down your fever, things like that. Um, but when you compare that to something like an insulin, um, you always know this guy's name. Who's the douchebag? Who? It wasn't uh, insulin. Martin Shkreli. That, that wasn't insulin though. That was um EpiPen, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, he did EpiPens.
0: Yeah. That guy's a douchebag. I've said that probably four times uh, over the life of this podcast. Yeah. Um but no, I think you raise a very good point. Um I think that there are certain things like vaccines, there are certain things like insulin uh hepatitis medication. This was a big thing with hepatitis medication, where like uh and I don't know the exact numbers offhand, but I know that hepatitis medication used to be astronomically expensive yeah. to the point where it's like nobody can afford this. Sure. Sure. Um and so you ran into an issue where it's like, Well, I can't pay fifty thousand dollars for HIV this... treatments. Yeah, yeah, Somewhat. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I can't pay fifty thousand dollars for this pill. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm guess I'm just gonna die.
1: Yeah, it used to be. I mean, if we think back to, like, the late 70s, early 80s, when we had, you know, the the massive spike, the AIDS the epidemic. AIDS, yeah, the AIDS crisis, yeah. And... I remember when Magic Johnson uh, was diagnosed with HIV positive in, in the early 90s, and you're like, oh, well, that's a death sentence. And right. then you realize he was able to get treatment, but he was also one of the richest men in the world. There was that South Park episode that made a joke of it when they talked about AIDS on that's South not Park. And it's like, <laughs> uh, they can they're like, how did it.
0: Magic Johnson do it? And he's like, I literally injected money into my veins.
1: <laughs> and, and that's what it kind of was in the early 90s, whereas oh, yeah. now... Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know it's it's still a very horrifying, you know, experience to I'm sure go through. I, I I've obviously not gone through it, but and and I don't pretend to know exactly what it's like. But we can all understand that it would be a very very devastating piece of news to receive. But at the same time, it's not that immediate death sentence that it once was uh, when yeah. Freddie Mercury had it or or, well, and, or so on.
0: And what's funny about you saying that too is. Is that because of drug patents? Is that um, incentive? You know that, that incentive to, to make money off of it um, partially uh, responsible for it being not a death sentence anymore. So because people are still trying to create medicine, make it better, find new solutions for old problems, new solutions for new problems. Um, you know, is, is is that the only drive behind it, or are there people that are still out there that are just trying to do good? because you know and you brought this up and I don't want to steal your thunder so I, that's why I'm giving you credit right off the bat
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um, appreciate it but it's our podcast yeah, well, yeah. I want you to shine I want you to shine everything's
0: man. 50-50 baby All right yeah um you brought up the polio vaccine the yeah. gentleman who created the polio Jonas va- Salk, yeah. yeah sold it for a dollar cuz he said um you shouldn't make money off of something like
1: this Yeah yeah and and we'll even talk a little bit about you know AOC brings this up with insulin and mm-hmm. and um Oh, what was his name? I I just had it up. Uh, Frederick Banting uh, said the same thing. Or was he the one who said that? Well, they both said like you yeah. shouldn't be profiting off of something that can literally just save, save someone's lives, lives. Yeah, and I think uh, that's
0: life. I think that's a hundred percent true because here's where the libertarian in me dies. Um, and I was going to say I'm a sucker, but it's not about being a sucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. was going to say it uh, jocularly, of course, but um, I think that there are certain things that people create in this world. That deserve to be shared with everyone. I know that we don't live in the utopian uh, society that Brian wants us to, <laughs> um, where everyone, all, nobody makes money, everything is just tax dollars, and you're giving your box <laughs> weekly or biweekly. Um, but I, 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 I oh mean, if we were that way with 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 medicine, I think that we would be much better off um, because yeah. I. I really, I mean, I'm not because I'm not the I'm not the pessimist on the podcast. Like, I think that there are truly good people still out there. <laughs> I mean, and all of them listen to this podcast.
1: Um, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> yes. I think everyone that listens to this podcast so far that I know is a great person. If you're not a great person and you listen to the podcast, let us know. We still. And, <laughs> I'll, snow uh, the I'll, I'll judge accordingly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I do agree with that sentiment when it comes to you know medicine, and and that's why I've been such a big proponent for uh, universal healthcare, and like that would reduce costs. It would force some of these things, but even then, like I, I I'm not necessarily a pessimist about the individual human being. I think every single individual is a, is capable of doing great things, and more importantly, good things. Yeah. And that's why I always say, do good, be great. Like, I believe every single person listening, not listening, that opens their eyes every day, whoever is out there has the ability to change the world for the better, whether it's small, insignificant actions or drastic, massive, um, you know, actions that can change the world, you know, in a swift move. I I think everyone's capable of that. Now, politically, I'm very pessimistic, and I don't necessarily believe that our government will ever support the idea of you know moving in this direction where you know we're we're somewhat handcuffing the business like let's let big pharma make it good money mm-hmm. but let's not let them price gouge like we need to do a better job of either capping this or this is do, yeah this is exactly, those exactly. Types of like
0: yeah. i want people to get rich like this is where you say maybe you can keep your patents but we're going to regulate it somehow as far as like okay this is a life changing yeah. Drug. Yeah. Um, there's, there's you can only charge X amount, X amount of profit for it. Yeah. And that, and like me saying that, that hurt me a little bit to say.
1: <laughs> well, but, and, and um, is, you know,
0: but it's not like somebody coming out with the newest, fastest rocket jet airplane and not being able to sell it for whatever they want. So, because yeah. That's, that's different. That's a luxury item. I think that life or like necessities, you know what I mean, should be charged maybe, maybe differently. Um, So so
1: we have we have essentially two interesting conversations woven into one here, and they're both revolving around medical patents. Mm -hmm. And and we're starting here with the Biden administration looking to open up a waiver on the patent um, for the covid vaccine for mass distribution. Okay, Right. So we have essentially three main distributors in America. We have Moderna. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We have Pfizer and we have Johnson and Johnson. Has that
0: gone back on the market though?
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, They they had that slight pause because of the six women who had issues. Right. Um, and they found no link to the vaccine itself, I believe. And that's why they were able to continue. And even then six out of, I think at that point they had done six over 6 million. Mm -hmm. So it's like a one in 1 million shot there. So, which
0: I think is, I I think that's about the ratio for any vaccine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, they're, they're trying to open it and, and the main reason why is you look around the world and like we see India spiking to a point where, you know, we talked about it on a, on a previous podcast where I was saying like, we could have been India. Like we yeah. were, we were on the verge when we were just packing in. And I remember St. Alexis hospital near, near me, um, where my daughter was born, uh, where I had my appendix removed, like that's our nearest hospital. Uh, they had uh, two ICU beds. And I was just like, holy shit, this is serious.
0: Well, what's interesting is you had brought up the fact, and I don't know if you brought it up on air or if you brought it up um, mm. when you and I were just chatting, um, but you had mentioned something about how Illinois' numbers were going down.
1: Yeah, more recently. You, and
0: maybe you mentioned something about Indiana. Well, what's ironic is the next day, um, I, well, no, I can say her name, but I just won't say the last name. Uh, Gabby. I was talking to Gabby. Yeah, yeah. And she was saying that um, her hospital's never been busier with it, which well, I think is just so yeah so crazy. You know what I mean? Because like, um, and I'm not saying this is a scenario where it's like you're told one thing, but really it's another. Um, I just think it's an interesting coincidence.
1: Yeah, no. So I, I think in terms of Illinois as a whole, our numbers have gone down. I'm sure there's turbulent areas. And as we've opened up more, restaurants are opening up to, yeah. you know, larger capacity as, as given, you know, the zoo, zoo opened up their indoor yeah, exhibits. The, their what
0: The zoo opened up a lot of their indoor yeah, exhibits. Yeah.
1: Like there's a lot of indoor opportunities and, you know, they're, it, listen, you know, the holidays passed and you know, people are starting to feel good. The, mm-hmm. the, the world is opening up. The, the snow cover is lifted. So people are excited to go out barbecue and there's this feeling of, Optimism, which there should be, right? Especially Mm -hmm. if you've gotten vaccinated, which I haven't, I'm going to as soon as my time will allow me, Um, you know, because I had COVID and I'm supposed to wait a certain amount of time and I'm excited to go. Um, But with that said, you know, there's definitely some turbulent areas. There still might be some hospitals, you know, paying the price in. And then, you know... Can I ask you a question
0: only because I don't want to lose the point and I don't want you to get too far into something else and have this question make absolutely no sense. Okay. Like most of my questions do, um, okay. but so let me ask you this: so, because yeah. uh, maybe you can enlighten me. So you've had COVID, yeah. What makes you want to get the vaccine? And I only say that because yeah. your body is now has now created the antibodies for yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, so what makes you think that getting the vaccine mm-hmm. is a good a good option? And I'm, I'm not. No, no, no. I, I think shit. it's a great just, question. Uh, just yeah, I I because I, me. Personally, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see the benefit if my body already has the antibodies for it. Yeah. No. So maybe there's something medically or doctor,
1: doctorally <laughs> that, that makes it make sense. Yeah. So one thing that they've determined is that your antibodies over 90 days start to decrease. Okay. Um, that's why I said I still have to wait. Like they say, mm-hmm. generally speaking, unless you're, you know, very um, susceptible or, or in, you know, in danger. To wait the ninety days, okay, and not that that might have changed since, because for a while there was also the idea that um, there just wasn't enough vaccines, so that might have changed. But I'm just going with that the ninety days um, that was originally, you know, subscribed. Okay. And the idea for me is it's uh, a the efficacy of the vaccine is better than the actual antibodies that you're, you you uh, obtain after now is having it. In- I'm sorry. I'm
0: not. I, no, you can ahead. stop me, but I think I figure since we're talking about COVID, yeah. this is a good time to bring yeah. these questions up because these are questions that are that like my that come up for me. Yeah. Um, as I'm listening to yeah. different outlets and as I'm talking to different people, mm-hmm. because I mean, you could talk to even five people and probably get four different, you know, yeah, you two know, people agree,
1: two people not disagree, even, and yeah, then one two, is and totally and indifferent. One,
0: they're all going to have different, yeah. you know, things yeah. sprinkled within it. So, um, because I, I something I was so I was just talking to my brother, my younger brother the other day, yeah, and uh, he was saying something along the lines of,, um, and i've I've heard this before, and I think I've heard this from the CDC, but the vaccines, they don't actually do they actually create the antibodies? because it's saying that it's it it'll dull the effects. It'll dull your symptoms. Yeah, it doesn't actually it's not like the and maybe I just don't know how vaccines work, and somebody who's out there listening to the podcast can uh, hit me up on facebook and tell me all about it um it doesn't actually prevent you from getting it but yeah. do other vac don't other vaccines prevent you like, like that's why polio has gone yeah that's so, why smallpox is gone
1: so okay some really really good questions because uh, this is to
0: enlighten me and to enlighten all of our listeners
1: yeah no you're, i think it's great you're the smart one no
0: i'm the one who no, knows we're... all the dumb questions
1: so <laughs> i think it, i think they're very fair questions <laughs> Um, from all the research I've done, essentially it, it, the vaccine's efficacy lies within the fact that, or I guess rests in the fact, not lies. I Be very clear: no lies, no <laughs> lies. Um, rests in the idea that um, it's going to dull any symptoms, okay. and it's going the the terminal aspect of the virus is brought down dramatically as well. Okay. Um, so much so that I think it was like the like the most susceptible people, the most at Mm -hmm. risk, right? The senior community, um people with, you know, overweight, diabetes and, you know, uh, things like C O P D, emphysema, all of those things. Right, right, right. Right. They've seen the death rate of those vaccinated that have those symptoms drop dramatically so the idea here is
0: because another thing is you can be carrying you could have the vaccine but still be carrying the virus is that mm-hmm. true
1: yeah so that's another thing is like we really need a we need a doctor <laughs> like,
0: yeah if you know a doctor they'd be willing to come on the podcast and explain all this to us hey I anthony uh,
1: if you're listening uh, anthony fauci um <laughs> Just shoot. Just shoot me a text. You, you have my you. number. Okay. You have my number. <laughs> um, no, but the the idea here is because he's under
0: fire right now too. But go
1: on. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. So, you know, the idea here is with the the vaccine, you are less likely to transmit. Okay. You are less likely to uh, have any harsh symptoms. You're right. much less likely to die. I think it okay. like ninety nine percent effective or whatever. It's in the high nineties where the the terminal. Aspect of the okay. of COVID nineteen okay. drops, so um, that's that's the reason I'm going to get it. Is I want to and I, yeah. I'm not saying no, no, that you no, shouldn't. no, no, no. Yeah. Um, I want to embrace the idea of herd immunity, and mm-hmm. that's the reason polio vanished. Is you're protecting the susceptible people that can't get vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have enough people where it can't transmit. You know, to the next person, to the next person, to the next person, when it's getting slowed down or, you know, loses its, its, its effectiveness, then all of a sudden we start to see it vanish. That's why we lose things like polio. That's why smallpox, mm-hmm. you know, um, meningitis, like all of those things become limited through vaccinations because the, the transmission is far less often. So much so that it gets to a point where eventually it trails off altogether. So we
0: vaccinated for polio up until like two thousand,
1: yeah, something like that. And and we haven't done it, I don't believe as much, um, because it wasn't relevant here. Although it it is still relevant around the world. So it's yeah, some... the last
0: case of last recorded case of polio was in looks like okay nineteen fifty five, but it says um, the last wild case of
1: polio was in nineteen seventy nine. In America. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's because of vaccinations. Yeah. And so I'm a big it, believer in vaccinations. Yeah. When I, when it comes to COVID nineteen, the more I can do, and as someone who's relatively healthy mm-hmm. and can do this, like I you know, I haven't recently had cancer or you know, I don't have a an immune deficiency or something like that. Yeah. You know, some sort of immunodisease, I can do that, then I need to step up because if we can get to eighty percent of the population having this immunity or quote unquote immunity to COVID-19 and that'll get rid of it altogether. And yeah. we go back to normal life. Yeah. There's gotta be, you know, 10, 15% that can't, mm-hmm. I don't want to be one of those 5% that says, no, nah, I'm not gonna. And holds yeah. back that hurdle. I was just, I was just, curi- no, it's a great yeah, question. Yeah, I, I appreciate on, it.
0: And your thoughts on that. Um, cause the comment or the, the conversation i had had with my brother was, um, he was talking about how they finally have gone out to a restaurant cause they're both fully vaccinated him and yeah. his wife. And I said, "Oh, that's so great, man! That's really cool." Um, and I and I, I give him credit for waiting, yeah. although he lives in uh, Baraboo. So, like, how many great restaurants are there to go to, anyways?
1: Oh, isn't there Baraboo Coffee? I oh, know that's Caribou Coffee. <laughs> my bad.
0: <laughs> um, but he said, like, he's like, yeah, you know, I still, I still really felt bad. Now, this my my little brother is the kind of kid who is like a, follows Gavin Newsom's uh, words. Uh, But not his His actions. I mean, he was like, because he came and visited me at the restaurant when he was in town recently. Yeah. And like literally in between sips, he had his mask up. Really? Yeah. In between. I mean, again, I wish I was that. Hey, good. for. And this is not me knocking him. And again, and. I, I, guess this doesn't follow my rule of 30 seconds before 30 seconds after. But, um, uh, I, again, I, I'm, I think that everybody, you know, who wants to get vaccinated most definitely should. But I, I guess I also respect those who don't want to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that I probably will at some point. Yeah. Um, but you know, five, six days a week at work and two days. With yeah, my it's caffeine. hard. Well, so, and,
1: and, and you don't know, you know, if you're going to have those, um, the symptoms, symptoms after. everybody
0: that i've talked to that's gotten the vaccination has had those symptoms bad yeah i've had yeah but i mean I've, you're talking like about 24 hours yeah you're talking gone. about one day versus seven or more days yeah
1: because i was i showed symptoms for five days and if i'm being very honest like i still i still i don't know if it's COVID or just you know lifestyle but I still battle like fatigue and and sometimes shortness of breath. Where I wasn't a very uh, cardiovascular, yeah. uh, strong person. Um, I used to be, but well, yeah, I used to be. You know, but I still struggle more than I had before. So because after my appendix, I really started walking more and doing that, and then after COVID, it's gotten harder. Yeah. So I, I I don't know if that's what it is, but. Um, so for me, I I definitely feel like the vaccine is the path. For, yeah, you know, and I, and
0: and if fatigue is like one of those aftermath effects of of COVID, I probably had COVID like four years ago.
1: <laughs> you were the first. you your patient zero. That's a You're joke. Patient zero. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. It's because my son was born four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> your middle name is actually Wuhan Bat. Um. <laughs> anyways. Uh, So the Biden administration is looking to open up this waiver, this patent waiver. And the idea here is it would make it more accessible. Now, India is too far gone. And what I mean by that is getting They're going to get
0: herd herd immunity
1: on their own. Unfortunately, the hard way, which is a lot of death. And a lot of sickness, yeah. Yeah. So the way to get to herd immunity is like 80% of people have gotten it or had it or have the antibodies within their bodies at a given point. And, you know, when we start to look at that, you know, what was the mortality rate? We'll say, you know, 1% in, in India, that's all, that's a substantial amount of people. We're talking millions of, of deaths mm-hmm. and whether or not they can catch up going to full lockdowns or do whatever they have to do. I don't know, but you know, there are people dying in their cars being treated because the hospitals are so overrun. Yeah, they're dying, last they're time, dying though. in the street. And and that's a heartbreaking thing. So I do understand this idea of opening up the patent to make it more accessible. So that's a that's a major pro, right? Mm-hmm. So pro is accessibility. You can you know bring the cost down. So even though in, Amer- in America, we pay for all that. Yeah, the the government paid for it all, and you can go get it for free. Mm-hmm. So there there should be no cost. Um, so with that in mind, you know the cost benefits might not be. Um, substantial in our pocketbooks, but maybe it is for the government, right?
0: Which will come out in our taxes later, right? So, <laughs>
1: yeah. So and that's, that's not a no, commercial. no. It's
0: true. Everything's get, everything really gets paid for the, by us at
1: some at some point. You know, you got to pay the piper. So, yeah. uh, so the pros is like bringing down the cost, making it more accessible. Some of the cons that I was thinking of are like in terms of distribution. You know, we we've seen all, uh, several. Medical companies run their trials and it not go well. Um, AstraZeneca has been up and down uh, to the point where it's not even uh, necessarily used. And we can look at the efficacy, like the the effectiveness yeah. of the drug, where Pfizer and Moderna were very very effective. Johnson Johnson was very close, and AstraZeneca was further down. So you're talking like That's I think a- it was like seventy eight or seventy six percent, you know, effective versus like the ninety something percent of Pfizer and Moderna
0: wonder what johnson and johnson and this goes back to that whole second portion of the patent i wonder what they did to get it into one dose
1: yeah i mean that's a that's a really interesting thing like and maybe that's why the efficacy was lower i don't know yeah um you know the the double dosage maybe it's just more um you know they were able to also realize like each dose was more than necessary so they were able to start splitting them you know with moderna and pfizer and that's how we all of a sudden like doubled our vaccines um in terms of how many we had, they started realizing like there's there's more in there than what's needed. And let's like start divvying that up. better. I
0: think that this this whole like uh, the fact that we we as a country are rapidly learning about the virus and about the vaccines and everything like that, um, although it doesn't feel rapid since we've been either locked down or semi locked down for over a year. Um, I think that's what start That's what raises those doubts. And that's why I brought up those questions earlier to you. Um, is because they change sometimes things change daily. You know what I mean what they and what the CDC is saying and what Dr. Fauci is saying and what everyone you know what I mean. Um, and, and just because of those rapid fire changes, I think that maybe that is what casts some of this doubt that we see. Um, and I guess I'll go ahead and say it on and it's mostly on the people on the right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah the 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 GOP senators have already <clears throat> gone to battle uh against biden and saying like we can't do this um this isn't good for businesses it's you know government overreach and all these things which there there is some legitimacy to that it's a very valid
0: it's a valid point man but at some point you have to say that you know as a country you have the freedom to do what you want um and you can't police everything but i mean and again i'm only telling the other side of the story i'm not saying that that's what i believe
1: Yeah. So, and, and really, you know, I'm, I'm trying to see who, who was it? Was it, um, it was one major, uh, GOP Senator that came out and said like, Hey, we need to, we need to stop like this idea of opening up the patent and, you know, drug makers are obviously upset because they don't, they're arguing that it's a slippery slope. Like sure. COVID. Yeah, you should do that. But like, you're going to open it up to everything. And of course, that's when you had AOC come in and talk about, OK, Biden, great call. Open this up for COVID. How about insulin next? Literally, in a tweet, was like, how about insulin next? And it was like.
0: And that does kind of raise that concern for those, those pharmaceutical companies, too, though. Because whereas this may be the first time that I agree with AOC on something, um, you know what I mean? Because I do think insulin should be involved with that. But you move down from COVID, you move to insulin, then you move to, what's the next good one that I think it should be, EpiPens boom anything like yeah. that um you move down that line where does it stop and again i agree with all of those things yeah but where does it stop you know what i mean it, and what i'm what i'm trying to get at here is it's a legitimate concern and yeah. it's a valid point um however i do think that immediately we should lift it on covid vaccine
1: yeah i mean in and we've seen generational um I guess I guess you could say like actions taken, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because this is unprecedented, mm-hmm. right? We haven't seen a pandemic like this since 1917-18 with the influenza, Spanish flu. Yeah. Um, we haven't we haven't seen this, so there's been extraordinary measures taken across the globe, you know, everyone restricting travel, um, you know, going going into things with the mindset of, "Oh, we have to do this now or else." And You know, COVID might be that other thing where it's like, yeah, it's, it's, we have to or else. And the idea here also is if the United States were to get herd immunity, great. Right. Think about how, how immediately our economy could bounce back. Okay. So that's huge. Yeah. But let's say we, we only hold it for ourselves. Now, the global issue is yes all these countries will suffer and all this death but Mm -hmm. go strictly pragmatic like we only give our give a shit about ourselves okay we'll be totally isolationist all right the problem with that is we've seen variants starting in mutations forming yeah And as it stays out there longer in the global community, the more likely there are for more variants and mutations. And what if the vaccine no longer covers those? And we go through this new pandemic very similarly. And unlike 1918, those types of pandemics were more susceptible because of the global travel, the global commerce. So it's very likely to spread quicker now than it did then. So. It's not just a domestic issue. It does become a global issue. And I know people are like frustrated with like, remember the omnibus package and there's all that foreign aid yeah, 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 along yeah. with the coronavirus and people yeah. are pissed. Yeah. This is one of those instances where by helping the global community, you're also protecting yourself. Genius
0: idea. Ready yeah. for this? You're welcome, President Biden, ahead of time. And the American people. And Anthony. And Dr. Fauch. The Fouchster. Can I call him that? Is that cool? That's but not mean, but for, right?
1: For the, just so everyone knows where, you know, we do some comedy on this political podcast. podcast. Yeah. That's me joking. I respect him. So I was just Brian's joking. all scared of this
0: shit. I'm not. Like, I think everybody knows by now that I'm just the guy that makes jokes and asks the questions that everybody else asks. Yeah. So like, yeah. I think I'm free and clear. Everybody loves Brian more. I am like, I've <laughs> come, I have come to terms with this shit, except for my wife. Love she you, She loves you. Love Bronx. you. You're the best. Yeah. You always support me. The day that she tells me she agrees with you more than me on something, I'll fucking quit this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ryan. And Joe. Ryan and Joe. So I have, I have three people on my team. Brian has the other like 400. And by Joe,
1: he means Joe Biden who listens to us yeah. instead of the Barack Obama. Joey bursting. B, my
0: man. Yeah. Anyways, my what's, genius. What's I- my genius idea. Ready for this? We lift the patent. We create this ultra- covid vaccine okay doing a little bit of uh donald trump over here and i'm not sure why it's
1: coming out but <laughs> ultra vaccine
0: it'll be great it'll be the best probably the best definitely the best that we've ever seen we give it to the other countries okay, okay. We, we you know we charge them at cost we give it to them for cost okay okay they they but you know we'll pay the shipping Get this.
1: Free shipping and handling. Call now.
0: <laughs> Get this, though, okay? Okay. In return for the vaccine, any debt that we are owed to any country that we give it to is forgiven.
1: Interesting. Interesting. You
0: see where I'm going with this? And We can give it to China. We'll give it to Russia. Well, I don't think we owe Russia I think anything. It, I think it's
1: 80% of our debt is privately owned within yeah. America.
0: Boom. We got rid of the other 20%, baby.
1: But that is a... Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: You and know. then all the money that we owe the people to, in the U.S. I mean, we vaccinated you. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> you can stop <laughs> hating us. No, I think there's
0: some. I think <laughs> no, I think that we should give it to other countries. I think that you're absolutely yeah. right. I think the second, you know what I mean, because we already saw saw like what is it, the U.K. version? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, those damn U.K.ers. That's why we left them. They got to make everything their own.
1: <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Um, and and. I was very, very against calling it the China virus, but then we could call it the UK variant.
0: Just saying, isn't it's that interesting? It's, well, that's called the Donald Trump syndrome. No, because I, there are I didn't... some there are some things that he brought up that were somewhat true in some cases, and I'm not going to say what because I can't. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah, but I actually I was, I was just watching an, uh, an episode of The Hill, the the news that I get on okay. YouTube that I yeah. really enjoy. Yeah. Um, crystal ball and cigar, 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 thank yeah. you. Um, I love them so much. Um, but, uh, I was listening to them talk about something and they made a, a similar point like, well, well now Joe Biden's doing so, it, so it's okay. And they're not, you know I mean? They're, they're split down the middle. She's very left. He's very right. Uh, to an extent. Yeah. Um, what is it, that, that That is interesting that now we can say it's the UK variant. But I think it's because when we say the China virus, we're putting complete blame on them. Yes, whereas, I was going to say, eh, well, thing. some shit happened in the UK and now there's a new that's variant. where
1: we know the variant came from. It's right, not the, right. it's not the UK virus. Point, it's a variant that right. came from there. Yeah. So we just say the variant from UK or, or UK variant. Interesting. Um, so to kind of go back. We also, like I said, had AOC saying, "Hey, insulin next, mm-hmm. all right?" And and like I had said earlier on, you know, Frederick Banting created insulin or essentially discovered how insulin was made within the body in mm-hmm. 1923, and him and his two colleagues patented it, right. sold it for a dollar to the University of Toronto. Okay, um, the idea being they didn't want to profit off of the life or death changing aspect of this drug, yeah. similar to Jonas Salk with polio. Um, and there's been other instances. Now, like you pointed out, with insulin, there's different mechanisms, and that's what gets patented the most here. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm okay with that too. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, okay with that with patent. It. Here's the thing is we've seen no other drug gouged the way insulin is mm-hmm. because like even a so like the EpiPen craze mm-hmm. was like, it Spiked up, but you didn't have to get it monthly. You got one or two pens at a yeah, and then when something prints. happened. But insulin, you need right. constantly. Insul- insulin is, a, is usually a monthly cost to people. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I was looking at 2016, the average price was $450. So it shot up from something that was like around 100 to per, 450 per month per month. Okay, and then I think it's gone up since last I had heard from someone that I knew. Um, that was getting it was around six hundred and they had really good yeah. uh med uh benefits. Health insurance, yeah. Yeah. The the company that we both work for has really good benefits and it was dropped down a little bit, but it was still over three hundred and I think seventy-five dollars a month for him. Um and and for that, I look at it and I'm like, holy cow, there's a level of price gouging. There has been no difference in the product itself, the mechanism. Nothing has been changed, nothing has been innovated. And that's like something like, um, I think it's Katie Powers of California, I want to say. She's a representative in in the House. And she does a great job of going after like uh, a big pharma uh, executive and, and starts talking about. How nothing is changing except the price. Like there's there's no change to there's the no, wages of yeah, the workers yeah, even. Right. Right. Yeah, right. There's right. no reason to be raising these prices. It's not more effective. It's or, not more effective. Right. There's there's no better pay going to the workers. There's no you know logistical complications to raise the price. Uh,
0: there are some people that work for the company that are making
1: more money. Well, <laughs> ding, ding, ding! The board, I'm just you know, the executives and, and the shareholders. Bring that to the close. Yeah, the shareholders. <laughs> so when we talk about COVID, you know, the patent opening up, and then okay, well, what about insulin next? It for me, it just makes sense. Like, why haven't we opened it up? The original, the the man that discovered this process. Literally didn't want it to be profitable, right? Right. And here we are watching big pharma companies make massive yearly profits off of this, and continue to raise the price.
0: And I, I have to say this: I am all for people making money, and I am all for people creating things and um, reaping the benefits and reaping the rewards for what they have done and for for their hard work. Because sometimes these drugs, you know, they don't come. And I'm going to say this. I say this very lightly, not very lightly. I tread lightly while saying this, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, the speed at which the COVID vaccine came out was quick. It was not quick enough for our liking, obviously, because we needed it immediately. However, not all vaccines came that quickly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of them, a lot of work had to be put into years, not just a year. Um, and so we're very fortunate for that, and I do think that there needs to be some sort of incentive to do that, other than the fact that holy shit, this is gonna kill a whole fuck ton of people right a yeah. whole ton of people right now. I'm not gonna edit that out in post, but now you all saw that I took back my swear word <laughs> um i I think that where I draw the line is yeah. this, yeah, if a medicine can save. Even thousands of lives, millions of lives. Yeah. I think that there should be no patent on it. I think that that should kind of like, you know, whatever. You win a prize. I don't know. No taxes for the year for you from the government. Something like that.
1: <laughs> kind of like how I always talk about I, I saw that one meme where um, there should be no billionaires. You just get $999 million and then a trophy that says you won capitalism. <laughs> Like, you win. <laughs> You've never told me that. No? Before. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, that's really... Like, here's a cookie, here's a trophy, you win capitalism, you don't get to be a billionaire. There are no billionaires. Like, the you, cookie's you just win. A nice touch. It's like, in uh, Mario, you can't get 100 lives. You can have 99, and every green mushroom you get from there, it just does nothing. Mm, so, makes you feel good.
0: Yeah. But anyways, so, you know, things that can save lives like that, I think that there should be... Either no patent available, or if they want to allow it to be patented, they should cap the way the price can be or the profitability of the actual drug itself. I would say that about literally nothing else in the economy. I think that you should be able to charge whatever you feel yeah. is uh, warranted for the product that you've created. If you charge too much, people aren't going to buy it. If you charge not enough... You know, you'll go bankrupt. Well, and, and that's and
1: so, That's and, a really good point. Is like we have no negotiating power when exactly, it comes to healthcare. Exactly. That and was
0: exactly what I was getting at.
1: That was my next point. Oh, do you want to? No, 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 no. You need. Oh, the... I was going to say we're good.
0: At, no, we're good at this. Like sometimes yeah. I complete your thoughts. Yeah. Um. Other times, once in a while, I complete
1: your. You complete me. Right. I complete you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I missed it. Anyways. <laughs>
0: sometimes we uh, complete each, each other's
1: sentences. Sandwiches.
0: <laughs> both. I mean, if you put, like, the ham on the sandwich. I'm not a big ham guy, but if you put it on I'll there, eat the ham. I'd th- I'd th- I was going to say I'd put the mustard down your oh, dick. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I would eat a mustard sandwich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going uh, <laughs> to say. Don't digress too much. I apologize. Um, England, right? We've talked about, you know, different healthcare systems in yeah. Europe and stuff like that. The way England goes about it is they have their health agency, and they say, here's, the, here's what we're willing to pay for this drug. Mm-hmm. You companies compete. Yeah. We're not going to pay over this. And yeah. eventually all the companies are like, okay. Yeah. Like they have to start negotiating. And it drives the prices down. Yeah. The United States can't do that because in pharmaceuticals, it is a completely open market against the insurers.
0: Right. And what I was going to get at next um, before we started talking about this is I was going to say the other half of my, my comment was, um you have those drugs that can save lives and then you have like everything else and that's fine whatever patent it charge what you want yeah i mean if it doesn't mean the difference between life life and death yeah you know what i mean then fine whatever you do your thing
1: right right it, well and that's kind of like how i feel about uh, a lot of healthcare like if it's cosmetic yeah, like hey, go pay exorbitant prices, start saving money. like yeah, yeah, but if it's hey, I have a ruptured appendix, like you're gonna die if you don't get it taken care of right, right. away. Right. Um, with that said, let's start wrapping up. We talked about intellectual property and just the idea of you know why do we have patents and then why do we have medical patents, which you did a great job of kind of summarizing the the two aspects to that. Um, the Biden administration is considering opening up a waiver to. Uh, open up those patents for the COVID uh, COVID nineteen vaccine, and they're getting a lot of pushback, especially from the GOP, but also drug makers. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about the pros and cons.
0: AOC, uh, we cleared same. up some questions that are out there in the ether. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, yeah. We talked about COVID and the vaccine in our personal opinions. Um, AOC's insulin next question. Um, final thoughts. What do you think? Should they should they open up the COVID nineteen vaccine patent?
0: Do I think they should? Yeah, I thought you were asking the audience. I was no, like, you. I cannot wait to get all these comments.
1: <laughs> what do you think? This is
0: gonna really hype up yeah. our Facebook game. Yeah, you guys should tell us your thoughts. My my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I think that I mean, like I'm I, again, I've said it before on the podcast. I'll say it again. Um, you can look at you know places like California as an example of this. Um, I think that vaccines are a good thing. Um, and I think that those of you that are out there that want to take it should definitely take it. Um, especially if you were at high risk, um, you know, and I brought up California only because, you know, they see a lot of outbreaks of like, um, gosh, I can't think of the viruses now, but things that, you know, children are vaccinated for. Cause I know that they're yeah. big into the, the anti-vax out there, um, and other places too. I don't mean to pick on California. Um, yes, I do. No, so I yes. <laughs> so final <laughs> yeah. answer. Yes. Yeah. My final answer open is yes. I vaccine. think, I think that, yeah, open it up, open up the vaccine. I think that it will be great for, uh, for us as a country. Uh, I mean, you're still going to have a whole lot of people that aren't going to want to take it, but I mean, the amount of people that will, I think will be good enough to get us towards herd immunity, which is great for the economy. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm right with you. Lockstep.
0: Gosh, look at us coming to a conclusion, two guys, different ideologies as far as politics go and just able to sit here and have a great conversation and make a couple of jokes. Thanks for being a part of it. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, and we will see you guys. Ooh, let us
1: know what you think about the new intro. Let us know what you think about it. Were you jazzed? I was jazzed. I hope you felt that energy in the in this podcast as well. We love you guys, we and love we you. will see you on the next one. Do
0: good. Be great. none.
1: <laughs>